Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Huge Hobart. Today, Devonport, Sunday, when we're talking harness racing, this is going to be big because there's heats. There's a lot towards feature races in a little while time. And Jamie Kershaw joins us to talk all things harness racing over the weekend. Jamie, welcome back. This is going to be big. There you go, mate. Yeah, it's going to be a big weekend of harness racing. Tassie, mate, with two meetings. The first one kicking off tonight and up to the northwest coast on Sunday, mate, for the heats and heats of the four-year-old Sire Stakes series. When, when, when you have these type of weekends, and there's a lot going on, and in particular this time of year when the weather's a little bit nicer and things, there's a bit of a bit, bigger spring in the steppers, can you just feel it on track? Like, can you just feel it amongst not just Netflix, the 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 people in the stands, but you know the the drivers and the owners and everyone involved? They, they just feel a little bit happier. Yeah, well, that's, it's just the same as Campbell would know. Same the football, mate. Look, coming mm-hmm. to the leading races, it's just like a bit of a finals atmosphere. Um, that's the time for the stars to shine, you know, equine and um, and people, horses and drivers. And, um, yeah, I'm sure the drivers and the trainers get a string in their step, hoping their horses can step up and take out one of the features over the next couple of months. Sure. Obviously, Jamie was referring to your Hawthorne days, Brownie, not your Gold Coast Suns days, because September wasn't something you were <laughs> well, overly gonna, keen on. I was going to say to people, <laughs> hang over the mountain yard, booing at certain jockeys and horses, because that's what happened to me a lot. Well, well, that's a good thing for Campbell. Campbell's been there, mate. I'm going to ask you a question. What would you take, win an AFL Grand Final or win in a Group 1 race at the races? Oh, definitely an AFL Grand Final. Yeah. yeah. Um, no doubt about that. Just because... You personally put the blood, sweat, and tears into it. Whereas uh, if you win a group one from an owner's perspective, which I would be, you know, you're different. Um, it's it feel you feel like the, the trainer and the jockey have done all the work, and you've just paid the bills and cheered it. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, 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 yeah, perfect, perfect summary, mate. Perfect mm. summary. Yeah, no, that's, that's the way. Yeah, so yeah, no, it's a good weekend down here, mate. Um, yeah, I think we've got seven races tonight and nine on Sunday. All right, talk us through a couple of these because you'd mentioned there there are some heats and some preludes for, for feature races which aren't too far away. So there's a, there's a bit on the line when it comes to getting on track tonight or Sunday. Yeah, well, we'll start off with tonight's car because it's the first meeting. It's it's a secondary car, but there are some nice races. We've got the heats of the two-year-old sweepstakes for the Phillies and the Colton Geldings. Um, in the Phillies division, you know, there's two horses that stand out on fawning, Miss Pappenhausen and May's Place. Uh, they draw barriers 10 and 11 in the second line, but there's a couple of first starters from the Todd Rattray stable that are very well bred. Macaria, Marisabelle and Marcella. So a bit of a tongue twister tonight for the caller, that's for sure. <laughs> um, May's Place is my top pick just because she's a professional little filly and you know, she can do a bit of work in her races. So I'm pretty keen on her in the, the filly division, but I've got a healthy respect for the three first starters and the role. Hillier trained Miss Pappenhausen, but you know, 
Maze Price goes on top there for me, boys. Now, I don't know if you know this for certain, but I'm assuming Miss Pappenhausen is in some way a nod to Ryan, of course, Mm, at uh, at, at Melbourne Storm. What's the connection there, do you know? Oh, I wouldn't have a clue, but Rowan Hillier and his his, his owners, they always come up with a pretty good name. So I've got no doubt at all it's to do with Ryan from Melbourne Storm fame. And, Mm. um, yeah, but the story behind it, I have got no idea. But, yeah, they, they do name their horses... You know, pretty similar sort of things behind. There's a meaning behind them. Well, if it is as quick as Ryan Pappenhausen, not many will be able to catch him. No, and you can take the double tonight, Pappenhausen into Pappenhausen. Of course, Melbourne Storm play their first final tonight. (laughs) They do. There's the omen. If you bleed purple, there's your omen bet for your Friday. Yeah, well, 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 well Ron's colours, race colours are purple, mate. There you, so there go. you go. So it probably is a double. <laughs> it probably is a good sign. These racing colours are purple with a bit of yellow in them. So, yeah. Um, so we'll head across to the, the Carlton Gelding sweepstakes. There's a couple, this is a pretty good race. There's some good form exposed and a couple of, in a first style and it goes okay by reports. Um, Mickey O was a very impressive winner last week. Draw similar. You know, it's going to be hard to beat. Then you've got Big Boy Mao racing well, but Ball reports Macho Mover. Um, he raced early in the season as a two-year-old. He's had a good break. He done things wrong, but the reports were pretty good going back six or nine months ago. And he's been pretty well supported this morning. So I would say the sale was pretty confident with Macho Mover, and he's probably going to find the lead, and that's going to take him a long way to winning over the sixteen hundred nine-metre trip. So I'm going to jump ship and, and jump onto Macho Mover's bandwagon, but I've got a healthy respect for number six Mickey O and number eight Big Boy Mao. Um, the just, best of the night. Just, just on that. Sorry, sorry, uh, Jay, to jump in, but that is the best betting race of the day. If you don't want to follow the money, of which you just mentioned there, it's in about two forty, two fifty on on Ladbrokes. But if you don't want to follow the money, there's a, there's a really good opportunity to make some cash there because there are a number of chances. If uh, for whatever reason he doesn't come back well, oh, for sure, mate. Like it is a risk back and much over. But you know, just going where the money is, and I know going back six months ago, I know the Ratray camp had a huge opinion of him. Uh, but there's some horses there that are probably going to be over. You've got Mallon, who was impressive first up. You've got Maybe, who's knocking on the door. You know, they're going to get out some double-figure odds. And there's a, there's a horse called A Minute Silence that's you know, got a pretty good rap on it. Just got it all wrong last time when, you know, started equal favourite. And drawing Barry Ten's going to help him because he's going to have no pressure on him early to run the gate. And if he just settles out the back and minds his own business and can get some sort of card into the race, he's one of double-figure odds that can run a race as well. So... You spot on there, Cam. It doesn't end with just there much over mover. Mm. I reckon there's probably six to eight chances, to be honest. I'm going to back him in and silence each way in that race, I think. I think you can learn a lot. Obviously, uh, had a bit of raps coming into it uh, to its debut, but I think it's going to improve a hell of a lot. So I think at a nice price, it doubles. You can find one there, mate. What else you got for us? Um, going back to race two, he's probably the better bet of the night for me. A, a three-year-old called Fury Dam. Yep. Um, he's going to have to wrestle the lead away from the pole market, but if he does lead, he will definitely, I'm pretty confident he will win. If he's got to sit par, I think he can still prove too tough for, you know, too tough for his rivals in race two. Uh, but that, you know, Hobart, the meeting of Hobart's really the the heat, the heat of the, the sweepstakes here. Yep. They're the main two races, mate. Other than that, the rest of the card's pretty even, to be honest, boys. All right, let's talk just quickly on Sunday, mate, at Devonport. What do you like? Uh, Devonport's a really good card. Uh, you've got the heats and heats of the Granny Smith and the, the Raider Stakes, which is the four year old size. But um the best of the one of the, the best of the night comes up early for me. Race one, number three Emirates, a three year old Billy. Drawn ideally, mate. She should be able to find the lead or the breeze and from there they should be able to dictate. 
Uh, race four, number 10, blame it on me. This is a prelude of the Granny Smith. She's classes above her rivals. But by drawing barrier 10, we might be able to get, you know, $1.70, $1.80, and that'll be stealing money in my eyes. <laughs> we, we, we go across to race five, number 12, Isaiah. Um, gets into this race well off the 10-metre handicap because it was only six or eight months ago. He was starting 30 metres in the Easter Cup and the Tasmania Cup, and they're our two big races, so... He's got a 20-metre lift in a much easier race, and despite resuming, I think he can run a big race, and yeah, $384 is a good gamble. And race nine, number 10, Montana Lad. He got the job done for us last week, God bless him. Um, Devonport's a tight track, which won't suit him, but he's got lengths on his rivals, and as long as he stays in his gear and has clear running from the belt, he'll be too good for his rivals, because he, like I just mentioned, he's a class above him. Um... And the value play for the night comes up in race seven, number seven, Big Gem Montana. Um, done a bit of work last time when leading. Joining us on the second row at Denport, which is a huge advantage. So it gets a soft trip and only needs a, you know, a bit of a crack at them late. And, you know, don't be surprised if she pokes her head out on the line at around the five or six dollar mark. Oh, I like I like this when you give a bit of value. I like when you're just saying uh, and telling us that horses are going to be a class above the field because that just means you are full of confidence and that's what... We love when you bring it to uh, Taz Racing Talk. Hey, Jamie, we appreciate your time, mate. Look forward to doing it again all next week. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, Jamie.